Uh, I just got off the phone with Jared. Um, I forgot to tell him we were doing best musical, so we don't have an intro for this week's show. Um, well, maybe uh, maybe Alan can do one. I mean, he does it does the mailbag segment, so you know he obviously can put something together. He's probably drunk. What if his intro is terrible? I mean, it it might be, but it's still better than than having nothing. I guess. Jared forgot to make an intro. He full on flaked. And Mike and Damon call me up and see if I can record an intro. I'm drunk and sounding kind of crappy. And I'm failing hard. And because I'm looking stupid, I hope Jared dies of AIDS. Welcome to Geek Fights, the Ponzi Scheme of Podcasting. I'm Damon Shaw. This week's battle is Best Musical. With me, as always, is Mr. Mike Ortiz. Mike, who's joining us tonight? Well, tonight we've got Melvin Ladera. Hello. Lynn Wheeler. Hello. Jill Value. Hello. And Dave Gill. Hi. Now, you know how we do this. We've got 32 uh, musicals, all of them chosen by our panelists. We set them up in tournament brackets, which you can download from our website at geekfights.net. We put one against the other and put it to a vote. The winner moves on to the next round where it all begins again until something is crowned best musical. As always, you can use uh, whatever you want to determine the winner of each fight, uh, which is the music you like best, which is the story you like best, uh, which you like when you were a kid, I'd love to see someone try and make this one about a physical fight. Um, anything you want, as long as it makes sense to you, that's what we call geek logic. It's the heart of every geek fight. <laughs> All right, as Dave walks outside, here we go. Uh, oh, come on, is it that bad? It was loud. <laughs> our first fight, Melvin, this one is yours. It is the Lion King versus Spring Awakening. All right, um, I think this is a pretty tough fight. Um, First of all, I grew up on The Lion King. I remember um, the the uh, Disney movie was just you know something that you know I I'm very fond of when I was a child. And then when it was turned into a musical, so grandiose, um, so artistic. Um, however, Spring Awakening is by far one of my favorite musicals ever. Um, and you can't really compare the two. I don't understand how they got placed against each other. You got a standard, typical hero's journey with The Lion King up against Spring Awakening, which deals with pretty hardcore, real issues. Um, uh, in case anyone doesn't know, Spring Awakening uh, takes place in um, in Germany back in the I think of the sixteen seventeen hundreds. Um, Maybe 1800s. Uh, <laughs> um, I, I'm sorry, I'm, my, I'm blanking out on the history of it. But um, it's, it's, uh, it's got very modern indie music that's kind of linked into the musical. Um, it was originally um, made after a play by Frank Vedekind, um, which was also um, by the same name, Spring Awakening. And then the musical version, they just threw in some music by... Um, uh, 
Bob, uh, oh, what's his name? Anyone remember his name? Uh, no. <laughs> uh, uh, well, um, you know, the guy who sings, I am barely breathing. Nope. I can't find a yes. Well, that guy. And it was, you know, the music is just amazing. The songs like, um, literally, the names of the songs totally fucked. Um, Bitch of Living. Um, there's one song um, where uh, a character is masturbating on stage uh, while a bunch of girls uh, flirt about a guy and um, a guy, uh, another character gets... Um, Oh, okay, well, Melvin. I'm, I'm going to have to cut you off on this one. I, okay, I'm sorry. I love Spring Awakening, so I'm voting for Spring Awakening. Okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> I, I let him go all night long because I don't think anybody else is going to be voting for Spring Awakening. Uh, Mom. <laughs> yes, well, I'm going to go back to my uh, roots. I've been watching, speaking of roots, I've been watching um, the the series um from the uh, 1980s on, uh, or 1970s that was on, or whatever it was, on DVD. And um, it, that's my lead-in to my vote for Lion King. A uh, vote for Lion uh, King? Well, you know, it had black people in it. That may be my theme tonight. All right. A <laughs> uh, vote for Lion King. Jill? My vote is also for Lion King, just because, I mean, I like the Disney movie. It was one of my favorites of the cartoons. But then the stage production is just so incredible to see how they transform stage actors into animals. And it's, you know, they don't make it realistic-looking costumes. They make it very artistic-looking, but it's just absolutely mesmerizing. So for that, I'm going to, for the for the costuming alone, I'm voting for Lion King. Oh, vote for Lion King. Um... Yeah, that, the reason I really did let Melvin go on that long was because I knew Lion King, King was going to crush it. Because I also will be voting for Lion King. Uh, uh, Dave? Uh, I've never seen Spring Awakening. I've never seen the live production of Lion King, just the, the cartoon. Uh, but it was not one of my favorites of the Disney cartoons. Um, so I'm going to just throw a Spring Awakening a bone, you know, just because it deserves a little something. Maybe I'll have to check it out. Thank you for the description. And on the note of description... There's a lot of these that I don't actually know. So do you happen to have, like, you know, usually you bring up your description of, like, an episode or whatever before. Do you have that, too? I say, used to, but about? I'm not doing that anymore. Okay, I'm lazy. fair enough. <laughs> well, but, I already, I felt like it was going to be a losing battle anyway, because Spring Awakening isn't as well known. It's recent. But, um, yeah. I'll lay it down. Yeah, and it did go down in flames. I'll spring take awake. Vote Spring Awakening. You didn't vote, Mike. Uh, the Lion King is moving on. <laughs> we are on to our next fight. Uh, Mom, this one is yours. And yes, I did say Mom. Lynn is my mother. Uh, it is Porgy and Beth versus the show Glee. Well, um, this is a tough one for me because for me, it's sort of a new versus old. Uh, Porgy and Beth is uh, the first American opera, and it's also the uh, first all-black cast. Uh, many of us sing the song, Summertime, and the living is easy. That's from Porgy and Bess. Uh, just a lot of songs, a lot of memories for me. Sammy Davis Jr., um, a lot of different uh, black actors that 
that uh, came out of or, or were on that stage presentation. Glee, I love, I love, I love. I, I try and remember to watch it every Tuesday night on Fox. I love anything musical, which I believe is why my son um, asked me to join tonight. Um, if I have to vote between these two, my vote is going to go for Porgy and Bess, and mostly because of the history that is associated uh, with this musical. Uh, vote for Porgy and Bess. Jill? Um, like Dave, there's a couple on this list that I haven't seen. I'm familiar with the story for Porgy and Bess, but I've never seen it. Whereas Glee, on the other hand, like Lynn just said, I watch it every week. Um, I had a seven-hour uh, car ride to Wisconsin, and we listened to the Glee soundtrack <laughs> the entire way. So I'm going to have to vote for that one. Uh, vote for Glee. Uh, yeah, when Mom put Port, well, actually, I put Port Game Best on, or did Mom put it on? I don't remember who put it on, but when it got onto the list, I, I was like, it's going out in the first round, which it probably will still. But when I looked at the history of it, it's also the. Uh, the first stage play that caused a, an interracial audience because the actors refused to go on stage if they didn't integrate the audience. And this was like in the 1940s. So uh, for history, plus I kind of lost interest in Glee. I, I used to like it a lot when it first came out. Uh, I've, I've kind of dropped off on it. So I'm going Porgy and Bess. Dave. Yeah, I'm going to go with Porgy and Bess, too. And I, I've never seen it. And obviously, I know some of the songs just because they've made their way out through time. But, I, you know, I read a little bit on it. And I think it was written by Gershwin, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, that's right there. Besides besides the, the historic, you know, they got closed down for a while, I guess. I mean, it was, it was a fascinating little Wikipedia I, I researched on it. I, I do like Glee. I've only seen, like, the first two seasons on Netflix. Uh, but it's a blast because, obviously, I'm here for a reason, too. I do like the musicals. But, um... You know, it just can't compete with, like, an original musical that was, you know, a precedent setter. So, Porgy and Bess. Uh, vote for Porgy and Bess. Uh, Melvin. Um, well, I'm a big Gleek, and I like Porgy and Bess, but um, I don't think my vote really counts, but I'm voting for Glee. A vote for Glee, but Porgy and Bess is moving on. We are on to our next fight. Jill, this one is yours. It is State Fair versus Spamalot. It's totally Spamalot. I mean, who doesn't love Monty Python? And to turn it, turn, you know, so many of their skits plus um, Quest for the Holy Grail into a musical is just, I just absolutely loved it. It was, it's one of the funniest musicals I've ever seen, one of the most entertaining. I wish I had seen it in New York when, um, Oh, what's his face was playing King Eric Idle? Yeah, no, not Eric Idle. Um, the one who was um, man, why am I blanking on his the name? The other one, Tim Curry. <laughs> Tim Curry played yeah. King Arthur in the original run, and uh, but I didn't, I didn't get to see it then. I saw it when it came to Detroit. But it's just, it's so much fun that I'm, I'm voting for Spamalot. Uh, vote for Spamalot. <clears throat> uh, I like State Fair. Well, let's rephrase that. I don't remember State Fair at all, other than what my mom yelled, saying to me over the phone a couple of days Our ago. State Fair is a great that, 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 that's, that's fine, Mom. You don't you don't need to do that. <laughs> um, Spamalot. Uh, I like Monty Python. Okay, I don't love Monty Python. I, I, I probably never have loved Monty Python. I thought they fun, they're funny, but my favorite of their music of their stuff is uh, Life of Brian. Mm -hmm. 
because uh, I thought that was an amazing thing. And actually watching a George Harrison thing on, on Showtime the other day, I, I learned even more about it. George Harrison, the Beatles, was the one who produced that movie. I was like, what? you got to be crazy. Um, damn it, I don't know which one I'm going to vote for. I'll just even it up. I'll vote for State Fair. Dave? Yeah, I don't know State Fair, and, and reading that one didn't seem like it was particularly interesting. Uh, and I love Monty Python, so I'm going to go spam a lot. Uh, vote for spam a lot. Melvin? Um, I'm a big fan of Rodgers and Hammerstein. Um, his musicals, their musicals, uh, actually got me into musicals. Um, and um, I have much respect for State Fair, though I think there are better Rodgers and Hammerstein um, out there. Um, Sound of Music, which is one of the ones that's on that we're going to be discussing soon, um, being one of them. So I am voting for Spamalot because Spamalot was hilarious when I saw it, and I, um, you know, you can't go against Monty Python with that. Uh, vote for Spamalot and Mom. Well, the beauty of State Fair was um, not just the music, but I enjoyed the storyline, the, um, uh, the, the pig winning at the, no, excuse me, he would be insulted, the hog winning um, at the fair. And then Mom's mincemeat winning because it was loaded with liquor. Uh, for the times that this this uh, musical came out, um, I have to I have to go with State Fair. I'm not a real big Monty Python fan. Um, I do have my own little issues with what I consider to be utter silliness, but that what mean I would have to go for State Fair. Oh, vote for State Fair. But Spamalot is, Spamalot is moving on. We are on to our next fight. Hey, it's me. It is Sound of Music versus West Side Story. Uh, this is my mother versus my father. My father is a huge West Side Story fan. My mother is a pretty big Sound of Music fan. Uh, both of them are really good musicals, but I can I can think of three songs off the top of my head from Sound of Music. Uh, I, I know one song because it's the one that my dad sings when you're, yeah, anyway. When you're a jet, you're a... Yeah, it's alright. I'm voting for Sound of Music. <laughs> Dave? Yeah, that's a tough one because these are <clears throat> both really, really great musicals and they're two of my favorites of all time. Um, but uh, I have seen West Side Story live twice in my life. I'm at the uh, Fisher Theater in Detroit, so uh, I'm going to go with the old Romeo and Juliet tale. Jets all the way. A vote for West Side Story. Melvin. These are two powerhouses. Um, it's a shame that they're up against each other in the first round, because I, I could see these two musicals in the end. Um, I grew up on Sound of Music. I remember watching it every year since I was five or something and west side story oh what a what a beautiful beautiful um soundtrack beautiful musical uh you know it sucks because i don't want to vote out a rogers and hammerstein musical even though i did with against state fair um but i i think i have to go with west side story i'll vote for west side story mom well as you said, in our house, 
this both of these musicals were were uh, constant friends. Um, I too grew up on the sound of music, and when I say grew up on the sound of music, it was uh, before it became a, a staple on TV. And of course, in the um, early '60s, uh, we were living in um, the projects and didn't have money for musicals unless it came as a uh, gift from the employer. Uh, the sound of music. Uh, I started learning the sheet music at the age of five. I am uh, a lot older than five now. Uh, so that's been around with me for many years, but then so has West Side Story. And I, and I uh, think Mike said that there wasn't any physical fights in any of these, but I think the thing that makes West Side Story so fantastic is not just the music, but the choreography, the scenes of the dancing, I mean, just outstanding. Um, and if I have to vote between the two, I'm going to go with the one that I have a DVD of in my house so that I can pull it out and watch it anytime I want. One other thing about this story is, again, this story when it was uh, originally um, started, or, or the concept of, of uh, it was for it to be a story about white folks against black folks. And uh, again, because of the times, it was not a story that they thought would carry over very well. So it was changed from uh, to white folks versus Puerto Ricans. Um, so that being said, my my vote is going to go for West Side Story. Tell um, your dad, by the way. <laughs> uh, I will. A vote for West Side Story. Uh, Jill? Well, I know that West Side Story has already won, but I'm going to throw a little bit more love towards Sound of Music because I agree with everything that everybody has said, that both of these are fantastic. But Sound of Music is the one that I watch more often, so that would have been my vote. A vote for Sound of Music, but West Side Story is moving on. You know, I think a, a gang of Puerto Ricans would beat a bunch of German kids in a fight. <laughs> Well, you're going to say something because there's Nazis in Sound of Music. You always jump in when there's Nazis involved. Like, oh, that's right. He always votes for the Nazi. Well, but that that that's why it makes that one difficult too, because it did, it does represent a part of uh, another part of history. And um, again, the the music, as as Jill said, you know. But anyway, mom, <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I I get a little emotional. I'm sorry. I know. We're moving on. Uh, Dave, this fight is yours. It is Rocky Horror Picture Show versus Singing in the Rain. Oh, yeah. Another another horrible battle in the first round um, because they're both awesome. Completely different, but awesome. I mean, uh, you know, you see Rocky Horror for the first time, you're probably like 16, 17, and you're like, wow, it's so cool and naughty and sexy, and you've never seen anything like it. And uh, the thing in the rain is like the perfect classic musical, and it's got such memorable scenes that have been, you know, emulated and redone, and, you know, cartoons and other shows and, you know, everything. Make them laugh, and it's the whole, obviously, it's the scene where you sing in the rain. Um, I think I'm going to give it. I'm going to give it the thing in the rain because that's uh, sort of the one that made me really, really like musicals when I was a very young man. Uh, I always wanted to perform that one. A vote for singing in the rain, Melvin. 
I love both of them. Um, Rocky Horror Picture Show is iconic. It's fun. Uh, but Singing in the Rain is classic. And, yeah, I generally find myself having songs from Singing in the Rain stuck in my head um, after I hear them more so than Rocky Horror Picture Show songs. So I'm voting for Singing in the Rain as well. Uh, vote for Singing in the Rain. Mom. Uh, I'll keep this one short and sweet. Gene Kelly, an umbrella and some rain. Uh, once again, not just good music, but some marvelous uh, dancing. Singing in the Rain. Uh, vote for Singing in the Rain. Jill. Singing in the Rain definitely is a classic, but Rocky Horror Picture Show is the cult classic. There is nothing more bizarre and surreal and just strange than this one. So I'm going to throw it some love. <laughs> uh, vote for Rocky Horror Picture Show. Um, when I was in Texas, for the first time ever, I, I, I went to the Alamo Draft House and I saw a production of Rocky Horror Picture Show. And it was amazing. It was it was really fun. You know, the audience was shouting. People were throwing things. There were people on stage doing things with the movie playing behind. It, it was really fun. And there was a moment... What is it? It's after the Meatloaf song. Uh, Karen, who was with me, was like, hey, yeah, uh, well, it's pretty much when you check out. This is when the people have to be good because there's nothing really after this point to engage you in the movie. And uh, I don't remember singing in the rain. I really don't. But the thing I do remember about singing in the rain is it's the first musical I can remember. And I remember from the age of like seven or eight going walking to school, remember if it was raining, singing in the rain would pop into my head, and I would sing in the rain in my head all the way to school. So I will quickly, well, not that quickly, vote for singing in the rain. And singing in the rain is moving on. We are on to our next fight. Melvin, this one is yours. It is Aladdin versus Dr. Horrible's sing-along blog. Uh, okay, I, I, I like both of them. Dr. Horrible's sing-along blog um, is um, very culty. You know, Joss Whedon fun um but aladdin gave us a whole new world and uh uh the only thing is it wasn't really i don't think it was ever turned into a stage musical has it no 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 it's always yes yes actually it is it just it debuted last year it's in a very limited run and it's supposed to start up again this year oh cool okay well okay um and you know what? I Aladdin has always been uh, one of my favorite Disney movies, so I think I'll go with Aladdin on this one. A vote for Aladdin, uh, Mom. I have never heard of Doctor Horrible Sing Along, but the title alone would uh, probably keep me away. Uh, so my vote will go for Aladdin. Another vote for Aladdin, Jill. <laughs> I, I like both. Again, I, I'm a sucker for the Disney cartoons. I loved Aladdin when it came out, and, and I hope that it does tour around because I would see it on stage because they usually do a good job with those uh, productions, you know, transforming them. But I'm going to throw a little bit of love for Dr. Horrible. Just, again, I don't know. I guess I, I like all the quirky ones tonight because that's what I'm going to vote for. Uh, vote for Dr. Horrible. Dr. Horrible is actually fun. And, Mom, uh, I'll send it to you. You would actually like Doc- Dr. Horrible sing Long Pong. It's got, uh, what's his name? God damn it. NPH. 
No, Neil Patrick Harris. Oh, Neil Patrick Harris. Harris? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's Dr. Horrible. I'm not that, quite that old that I yeah. can't remember who Doogie Hauser is. Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> I think you would actually like it. But Aladdin it marks something in Dis- in the Disney animated history that didn't happen really before it. Because uh, I don't. It's yeah, Aladdin is before Lion King. It, it, it's the first boy. All the rest of the Disney movies have been Disney princesses. Pinocchio and Dumbo were boys. Pinocchio was a damn doll and, and Bambi. Dumb, Bambi, kind of. But but you understand what I'm saying. It's it it was four boys. Aladdin was the the Disney's first shot across the bow for boys, which actually leads to today Disney owning Marvel Comics. But at least in my head, it's that, it's that chain and. Aladdin was so much fun for me. I actually have the soundtrack on my iPhone right now. I could listen to all of it. Robin Williams is great. I don't remember the the guy who actually does the singing for Aladdin and A Whole New World. Ah, that song is amazing. So I'm going to vote for Aladdin. Uh, Dave. I agree with you about the, the boy thing, though. That was definitely it was a huge thing. You know, what it was. Little Mermaid and then Beauty and the Beast and then Aladdin and I felt like that's when they really gripped me with their musical anime animated features. Um, but you know, Doctor Horrible was awesome. That was going on during the writer strike in Hollywood, and they just did this because they're just awesome and they could just have fun. They put it on you know webisodes and it was great. Both stories have uh, you know guy characters that are confused about love and act the fool instead of doing the right thing, and they both learn harsh lessons. Uh, Aladdin obviously had a better turnout, but um, uh, whole new world is is like my karaoke pick because that's like exactly in my range and I can kick that on the rarest occasions that I go out to a bar that has karaoke. I grab that book and go, oh, "Do they have it? Okay, I gotta sing it." So I have to give it to Aladdin. Uh, another vote for Aladdin, and Aladdin is moving on into the next round. We are on to our next fight, Mom. This one is yours, and you can go ahead and flip a coin on this one. It is once more with feeling versus reefer madness. The musical. Um, I have to, I, son. I'm sorry. Um, if if um, I, I, there was a movie out called Reefer Madness long before there was a musical, and the the hilarity of the movie was that it was I can't remember the times it was like the early forties or something, and I did see that one time, and it was hilarious. Now I don't know if the musical is anything like the movie, but because I have a reference for Reefer Madness, I'm going for Reefer Madness. Uh, vote for Reefer Madness. Jill, tell us why you're voting for Once More with Feeling. Because it's the best Buffy episode ever. <laughs> of course. My favorite TV show. It's a musical. It's fabulous. It's got great songs. I have all of them memorized. And I, can't watch, best I can't watch the show without getting the song stuck in my head for at least a week. So, of course, I'm voting for Once More with Feeling. Uh, vote for Once More with Feeling. What was that, Mike? Technically, it's the second best Puffy episode ever. No, it's the best one. <laughs> anyway, a vote for once more with feeling. Um, I've never, I've seen Reefer Madness. It is funny. Uh, I've never seen Reefer Madness the musical. Uh, that was, I'm pretty sure Dave is the one that picked it, so he's going to be mm-hmm. the one that that actually explains it. Um, but I will be voting for once more with feeling. Um. It's an enjoyable episode of Buffy, so I'll give it to that. Uh, Dave. Okay, 
two, two, two of my very favorite um, contemporary musicals of all time right here. Um, yeah, Reefer Madness, the musical, is based on the Reefer Madness movie that your mom is talking about, and it is just as ridiculous, only there's music thrown in there. It has uh, Kristen Bell and what's his face, Nightcrawler, and, I don't know, a guy from Wing, just this whole crazy great cast of... I came across it working at the bookstore. Like, I was like, what? what is this? I had no idea. I bought it instantly, went home and watched it, and it was like laughing so hard I was crying. It was absolutely brilliant. So, what we're feeling, of course, is the second best episode of Buffy ever. And uh, I'm, I'm really torn right now, but I picked it, so I'm going to vote for Reefer Madness. Um, you, should, you should give Once More with Feeling a little love, since, you, since you're the reason it didn't make it through on the last, on the Buffy episode. I am not. Trade it once, will you betray it? There were six of us. I'm not the reason. You are the reason. You changed the vote. Yes. Can, I, can I just ask a question? Yes, ma. Who's Buffy? There we go. <laughs> <laughs> it is all tied up. It comes down to you, Melvin. Which one takes the win? All right. Um, it's kind of a no contest for me. I've seen Reefer Madness. Um. Actually, I saw it a couple years ago, uh, local production. Um, I had some friends in it. I I enjoyed my friends being in it, but I didn't really enjoy the musical. It was kind of a mess. Um, I understand the story. It's a great story. It's a funny story, but the way it was organized, the way the music was organized, it didn't really win me over. So, And I love, once more with feeling, that one episode of Buffy just um, took my heart. So... I'm definitely going with Once More With Feeling. Yay! The Buffy the Vampire Slayer episode, Once More With Feeling, takes the win. And we are on to our next fight. Jill, this one is yours. It's the first unknown fight of the evening. It is Rent versus Karen's pick. It is Hello, Dolly. Well, hello, Dolly. (laughs) I, I have seen Hello, Dolly, but it has been years. Rent is, I think, the musical I've seen the most on stage. I think I've seen it five times now. It's a soundtrack I have memorized from start to finish. It's another one of those. If I if I hear it, I get the song stuck in my head for at least a month. Um, I think it's it's a heartbreaking story. It's it, it puts me in tears every time I see it. Half the time I listen to it, it'll do the same thing. Um, I'm not counting the movie version because that was horrible. I'm only counting the stage version. So my, I am 100% voting for Rent. Uh, vote for rent. Um, uh, I don't know which one I'm going to vote for here. Five hundred twenty-five thousand six hundred minutes. Uh, how do, how you... do you measure measure a year? Yeah. In a time. Okay, okay, mom. Okay, mom. Okay, mom. Okay, mom. okay. okay. sorry. Uh, um, uh, but hello, Dolly allows me to go. Hello, Dolly. So I think I'm going to vote for hello, Dolly, just because I'm going no, to be an ass. Do that if you want. Yeah, I know. But I'm going I'm to see if I can continue it. Hello, Dolly gets a vote from me. Dave. Oh, well, this sort of goes to the opposite of like the earlier uh, contest of like singing in the rain versus the West Side Story versus Sound of Music. Uh, these are two musicals that I don't like at all. Um, but. Uh, Everybody's so zealous about Rent, and frankly, what was her name? Hello, Dolly. Dolly, what was her name? The actress with that horrible voice, and she was in all these things, and they wrote this for her, and I've never understood her successful career. Carol Channing? Carol Channing made a deal with the devil to have a career in music. I don't know. Uh, so I'm going to give it to Rent. Never thought I'd say. Uh, vote, 
for rent. Uh, Melvin. I am a big rent head, and um, I'm surprised Jill beat me in how many times she's seen rent on stage. <laughs> I've seen uh, rent on stage four times, uh, twice in Broadway, and twice, you know, other um, showings. Um, movie not so, not not as good. Um, they kind of change a few things in it. But um, I loved, loved, loved the musical. Um, and I got to support something that um, highlights a gay relationship because uh, with the Rocky Horror Picture Show and Spring Awakening Eliminated, uh, Rent's the only one on this list. So I'm going with Rent. Uh, vote for Rent. Uh, Mom. Well, once again, um, two, the two that I am very familiar with, one being old, one being new. Um, I think, uh, for me, for, for rent, I have seen, um, rent, um, in Detroit, can't remember where, but one of the theaters down there, um, and what, uh, captured me about rent was not just the story, but, uh, I was also there with a young man who at the time was a probably about 16 or 17 years old. And uh, he was very heavily influenced by that um, presentation. And uh, every time he would come by and, and see us, he, he was, he's my husband's grandson, he would come by and um, pull out the DVD or just start looking at me and we'd sing the, uh, the national anthem of rent together. How do you measure? Um, and, uh, for that reason, because I saw how it could light up, uh, a young person, I got to go for rent. Uh, vote for rent. And Rent is moving on to the next round. We're on to our next fight. It's me, Mario. It is Chicago versus Pippin. Um, I'll, I'll make it quick. I'll just say Chicago. Dave? Did we lose Dave? No, you didn't. I'm sorry. Um, I don't know Pippin at all. And uh, what, what's anybody talking about? Um, Brief. no. No, okay. It had uh, William Cat, the greatest American hero. <laughs> well, well, come, that's on. Awesome. Yeah. come on, come on, come on, wait, wait, Chicago. The, the original uh, production of Pippin starred Ben Vereen. Okay, if that no. helps anybody. No, <laughs> no, I haven't okay. seen it. That's cool. I like Ben Vereen, but I, I haven't seen it. Uh, I haven't seen Chicago. Chicago. Uh, Melvin. Pippin was actually my pick uh, for uh, one of my picks uh, for this battle, um, uh, only because I was I was in it when I was in high school, and I still remember the music. I love the music; it's fun. Um, uh, I knew it was an obscure pick because it's a pretty obscure musical to most. Uh, but uh, up against Chicago, that's a powerhouse. Uh, but since I put in Pippin, I'm going to throw in a vote for Pippin, even though it's probably going to lose. <laughs> uh, vote for Pippin. Uh, Mom. Uh, 
just because I'm starting to like Mel a little, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna take his pick of Pippin just to to make it interesting. I do uh, totally enjoy um, Chicago. Most of these I've never seen on stage. I've only seen the film versions, but it doesn't matter to me that I see the film versions because I love the music and everything about them. So uh, if they had made Pippin into a movie, I probably would have seen it. So and I probably would have liked it. So I'm going to vote for Pippin. Uh, vote for Pippin. It is all tied up. Comes down to you, Jill. Which one takes the win? Well, I put Chicago on the list, so I'm going to vote for Chicago. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> A vote for Chicago? And Chicago takes the win. We are on to our next fight. Pippin had an HBO special back in the 80s. What? Anyway. That Pippin had an HBO special in the 80s. I think so. I, I don't know what the joke was. That's no joke. You're saying it didn't have a movie, but it, it was. Uh, they did an HBO presentation of it. That's well, why. Well, oh. did, did Damon ever explain to you that we were poor? We couldn't afford HBO back in the day. Uh, but now have they have probably it. have it on DVD, so maybe now you can get it. Make Damon buy it for you. Yeah. 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 Once again, uh, I'm still poor. Anyway, <laughs> 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 moving on to our next fight. Dave, this one is yours. It is Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. I'm talking about the movie version versus Bye Bye Birdie. Uh, you know, I, I'm always sure that Bye Bye Birdie is an awesome musical, and I've never had the chance to see it. Whether it's a movie or not, I haven't gotten around to renting it. But uh, Willy Wonka, uh, it creeps me out, but it's pretty cool. So I'm going to give Willy the vote. A little love to Willy Wonka. Melvin. I don't know if I can really credit um, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory as a musical. I mean, I mean there were the Oompa Loompa songs and that um, Veruca Salt song and uh, Pure Imagination. I guess there is a musical, I guess. Yes. But, um, uh, <laughs> Bye Bye Birdie. I, I see that's that's one of that's an iconic one for me. Um, uh, I, I love that telephone song, the the intro when they're mm. you know, the telephone scene in the beginning. I love that, love that. Just because of that, What's I'm voting story, for Morning Glory. Yeah, What's I love the word? that hummingbird. <laughs> Have you heard about Susan and Jim? Yeah, yeah. Like they that. really get pinned. In. Yeah. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> Mom, what's your vote? Uh, well, um, again, historically. Uh, Birdie was supposedly a takeoff on when Elvis went to war, joined up and, and decided to do a hitch in the army. And, um, oh, that's right. My son was also in the musical in high school. Um, my sister played the mother, uh, in a, in a, Local production of Birdie. I guess I'll vote for vote vote vote, vote for Birdie. Uh, vote for Bye Bye Birdie. And no, I don't have a brother. Uh, Jill, I'm going to tie it up and vote for Willy Wonka and continue with my weird and bizarre picks. Uh, vote for Willy Wonka. Yes, I was in Bye Bye Birdie, uh, but I was reporter Seriously, number three. You were. Yeah, yeah, I was just I was just a choir a chorus guy. But I yeah. wouldn't lie. 
Yeah, like a you, solo line or anything? You know, a yeah, I had part? like two lines. I don't remember my line from that damn movie. I didn't or know that damn musicals. <laughs> but, yeah. but weren't you um, in the scene at the restaurant too? As I was a lot. No, no, I was just the reporter, and oh, the rest okay. of the time I was just a background player. Okay. But, yeah, I've been in three musicals, something like that. What were the other yeah. two? Uh, Annie, and um, I was the king Once in upon Once Upon a, a Mattress. And that was his You were most- Annie? I saw Annie. That yeah. Once Upon a Mattress was his most wonderful performance because my, because uh, King King Sextus had a spell cast on him where he could not talk. Yeah. And anybody who knows Damon <laughs> knows how, really difficult, how difficult, and I mean literally through the whole play, I think he finally said something in the last uh, Act 5, uh, Scene 5. But um, so all of his performance was through gesture. And he was marvelous. He was, my, I may be his mother, but I'm not one of those Aww. mothers that would go, hey, baby. You yes, do you good. are. Anyway, anyway, I'm anyway. Sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> We're doing this fight. It's, it's all tied up. It's a fight. And, I'm sorry. And like I said, bye bye, Birdie. I was in for like two seconds. Uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, watching it as an adult and watching that chicken get its head cut off. Um, I, I love the fact that it, it's a little bit deeper if you want it to be. So I'm, I'm going to go with Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Bye-bye, Birdie. And we're on to our next fight. You know, if, if somebody changes their vote to Bye-bye, Birdie, we may get more stories about Damon in the next round. Yeah, I don't know. I think we'll I'm, get more stories about Damon regardless. Thank you very much, Jill. <laughs> Willy Wonka. Willy Wonka is moving on. We're on to our next fight. Melvin, this one is yours. Ooh, this is a hard one for you. It is Dream Girls versus Hair. Oh, uh, I, you know, you pit my choices up against hardcore, you know, uh, choices as well. So, I don't know. Um, but um, Hair was one of my picks to go into this. And I love Dream Girls. I love Dream Girls. Love it. Um, love the movie, love the original, um, uh, stage play, but hair, oh gosh, a lot of great music came out of that. And, uh, this past summer I got the opportunity to see, um, a recent summer of a revival in, at broad, in Broadway, um, of hair. And, you know, it, you know, after watching it, like I kind of wanted to be a hippie and then I realized that's stupid, but I still <laughs> love hair. Okay, so I am voting for hair. Oh, uh, vote for hair. Uh, Mom. Oh, I just love that. Uh, because, see, I was a hippie. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. As, as, as hippie as I was allowed to be in my household. Um, um, uh, but you're, you're right. I, I don't know. I want to talk to the randomizer because I don't like how some of these were paired up. Um, Hair was just iconic in its um, presentation of music and its speaking out of the youth against the uh, the political uh, administration at the time. And it was about free expression and love. And, oh, if you guys could have only been there, because it's not like it is nowadays. It was totally different. Y'all think you're free, but you're more slaves than you ever were. Let's move to Dream Girls once again. Iconic story straight out of Motown. 
Diana Ross and and Barry Gordon and y'all know she had his baby and did that not come out in that story? Oh my goodness! And I'll tell you, Jennifer Hudson. Oh, I never saw the the stage version, but I will tell you that when that girl sang that song in the movie theater, everybody else disappeared and tears rolled down my eyes because that song came from the heart. And not just her, but Bouncy, that's my name for Beyonce. I call her Bouncy. When she sang her solo song, I was like, oh my God, she was speaking every woman's song. Guess what I'm picking? Dream Girls. Uh, vote for Dream Girls. Jill. That was a very passionate passionate uh, plea there for Dream Girls. Um, <laughs> I, I was kind of, you know, wavering back and forth on these. I've I've seen Dream Girls the movie. I've never seen Hair, but my parents had the soundtrack, so I grew up listening to the mm-hmm. the record, the Were vinyl. They hippies too? <laughs> uh, no, they weren't. But for whatever, but my mom liked musicals, so mm-hmm. we so we kind of got introduced to them that way. So I think just for the nostalgic aspect, I'm going to have to go for Hair. A uh, vote for Hair. Wow. You guys suck. Actually, no. I don't suck. Nobody sucks because it's going to be Dave that decides it because I'm going to vote for Dreamgirls and pawn it off on him. It is all tied up. It comes down to you, Dave. Which one takes the win? All right. All right. Oh, that's fair. Um, Hair was all right. I I liked hair. It was cool. I saw it once and wanted to see it again. Uh, To be fair, I saw Dreamgirls once and I wanted to see it again, too, but I loved it. I was, I was very moved. I loved that it was Motown. I loved that it was based on all this. And I, I, I was crying. I didn't see it in the movie theater, but I was crying at home, and everybody else went away. It was amazing, amazing movie. So I'm going with Dream Girls. You know, Damon, uh, hair has nudity on stage. Yeah, yeah, I know, but I'm still voting for Dream Girls. But come on, guys, Eddie Murphy in that movie? Oh my God! Did you know I'll he could see sing? Him. Yeah, that wasn't his song. What was it? What, what's the Eddie Murphy song that was the number one hit? I want to party, party all, all the time, time yeah. party all the time, party Well, I knew about time. that, but, you know. Anyway. That was his hit. The other yeah. one was the funny one. Uh, Dream Girls <laughs> takes the win, and we are on to our next fight. Uh, Mom, this one is yours. Um... It's probably going to be pretty easy for everybody, even me. Uh, it is The Muppets from 2011, the most recent Muppet movie. It just came out on DVD a couple weeks ago, versus Jesus Christ Superstar. You know, and I and, and, and my son mentioned this um, to me after he had seen Jesus Christ Superstar for the first time. He said, you know, I understand the Bible now, um, or at least that, that part of it, that tale, the tale of Jesus and his and his trials and tribulations at that time and not just that if you go to the original version Ted Neely and Carl Anderson probably the sweetest voice in the world oh my god him and Judas ah ah and and later in life I found Carl Anderson singing at a church that I attend uh in in uh, via the internet in, in LA, he's now deceased, but but he was a member uh, of that church. There's, I mean, I love you, Kermie and Miss Piggy, but JC Superstar. A vote for Jesus Christ Superstar, Jill. <laughs> now, I'm surprised this is the only Andrew Lloyd Webber one that's on the list, and of 
of all of his productions, this is one of my least favorite Jesus wow. Christ Superstar. So, um, wow. I actually... Because you like Buffy and the Vampire Slayers? Well, no, actually, I loved uh, <laughs> Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat, so it's not the religious aspect. It's just, I didn't find it as entertaining, and I didn't like the songs as much as some of his other ones. So... I'm going to vote for the Muppet movie. Even though I like the original Muppet movies better than the, the late, this, this newest one, I'm still going to vote for Muppets. Uh, vote for the Muppets. Um, the Muppets, the, the, this Muppet movie did something that the last five or six Muppet movies lost. And I was just watching Muppet Treasure Island the other day. And I, I hadn't seen it. I turned it on because it was on. And, it cap- and, and the thing that the Muppet movies lacked until this one was... They were all for kids and kids alone, but the Muppets were never intended to be just for kids. They were intended to be for the whole entire family. There was stuff there for the adults to enjoy as well as kids, and they lost that for a while, and the Muppets movie brought that back, and that's what I want from the Muppets from now on. If you want little kid stuff, it's, it's Sesame Street. Sesame Street is for little kids. Muppets for, is for older kids and adults. Um... But, that being said, my one lone thing about the Muppets and why I love them, Jesus Christ Superstar is a fucking shit. I'm not even kidding. I love the hell out of that damn movie. And uh, I, I've never seen it on stage live, but I, I do love it. So I'm going to vote for Jesus Christ Superstar. Dave? Yeah, not exactly a tough fight, but it is a little difficult because I, I agree with what you just said about the Muppets. Like, uh, Jason Siegel, you know, put his heart and soul into this, bringing this back to modern audiences, and I think he did a fantastic job. And I saw that in the theater with my three-and-a-half-year-old, and she loved it, and it was amazing. And the music was awesome. It was hilarious. And I'm really glad that they, they won the Oscar for Am I a Man or a Muppet because that song, I was just cracking up. That was great. Uh, I was a big Andrew Lloyd Webber fan when I was in high school. Like, Phantom had just come out and all that. And uh, so, I, you know, we did Joseph and the Amazing Technical Dream Code. I was in that. And, and so I saw Starlight Express at this place. I was just really into it. And I hadn't gotten around to Jesus Christ Superstar until I was, like, in my 20s. And my roommate and I rented it. And like, like Lynn said about you, like, all of a sudden I understood the story. I, I was so moved. And I was so blown away by Andrew Lloyd Webber's music in that. And it's just insane, like, the reach these guys had hitting these notes. And it was so powerful. It was just the most emotional music I think I've ever heard in a musical. So I'm going to have to give it, I'm with you, sorry, Kermit, but I'm going to have to give it to Jesus Christ, Superstar. Uh, vote for Jesus Christ. Melvin. Um, the Muppets was all nostalgia for me. I, you know, it was, when I saw it in the theaters, brought back a lot of great memories. and. What Damon explained was, you know, he's correct, completely correct in how um, it is a family movie. There's stuff in there for the adults as well. Um, but uh, as uh, most of the panel agrees, um, I agree with them with Jesus Christ Superstar that, you know, that musical just blows my mind every time I listen to the music. So I'm um, going with Jesus Christ Superstar. Uh, vote for Jesus Christ Superstar. I don't know how to love him, but he's moving on. Jesus Christ. <laughs> moving on. We're Was that my cue, our... honey? No, it was oh, not. okay. Thank you. <laughs> on to our next fight. Jill, this one is yours. I personally think this should be pretty easy. It is Moulin Rouge versus Cannibal the Musical. I've never heard of Cannibal the Musical before this list. I've never seen it. Uh, I put Moulin Rouge on the list. It's actually my absolute favorite movie. Um, I, I just lo- It's got 
you know, it's a fabulous musical. It's a fantasy story. I love how it's, it takes so many songs that we're so familiar with and mixes them up and mashes them together into a, a new song, you know, for almost every song that's on this. Um, it's got great costumes. It's got good acting. Um, I'm voting for Moulin Rouge. A vote for Moulin Rouge. Uh, Cannibal the Musical is from the boys from South Park. It's the, it's their... Actually, they made it before they made South Park. Uh, it's okay. I, I'm not going to say it's great. I'm not going to say it's horrible. It's just okay. It's it's a it's a first production. It's one of those things. Uh, Moulin Rouge is great. It's got Obi-Wan Kenobi singing. How could you not love a movie with Obi-Wan Kenobi and Batman's ex-girlfriend? So I'm going to vote for Moulin Rouge. Dave? Uh, yeah, I actually put <clears throat> Cannibal the Musical on here just to be ridiculous because it was a ridiculous musical and I kind of wanted to give them credit because you know South Park the movie and all this other stuff they've done they've written like on that show alone just how many hundreds and hundreds of fantastic little songs like they they sort of show that it's almost imperative to have musicals in our lives you know but they do it through a cartoon so you don't take it seriously so if you don't like musicals because they're lame or whatever you know you can still watch South Park and, and crack up at the Mr. Hanky song or Cartman's mom is a big fat, you know, uh, what have you. And so I wanted to give him a little love. I didn't realize that later down the road, we have, um, the book of Mormon on the list, which they won apparently a bunch of Tony's for. So that's exciting. Um, but Moulin Rouge uh, is one of my favorite movies also, Jill. So we finally agree on something. Uh, but, um, yeah, I know. But yeah, I was the same thing riveted. Like the way they just took all these, these songs that you just knew because you'd heard them forever on the radio and just mashed it together with this beautiful, beautiful love story. And, um, who's the director? What's the face? Uh, whatever. Baz Luhrmann or something? Yeah, Baz, Baz Luhrmann. Yeah, he just has this pacing that he does in all his films that is strictly ballroom and everything that's just, it was perfect. It was perfect. There was never a slow moment. I was never bored for a second. I just wanted to know what's going to happen next. So Moulin Rouge. Uh, vote for Moulin Rouge. Melvin. I'm with uh, most of the panel. Um, I loved Moulin Rouge when I first saw it. I remember when I first saw it. Um, it's, uh, it's a beautiful, beautiful uh, film. Um, very artistic. Uh, and I, you know, I have the sound. I immediately, after seeing the film, I immediately went to the record store and bought the soundtrack, you know, back when we didn't have iPods. Um, so, um, I'm going with uh, Moulin Rouge here. A vote for Moulin Rouge and Mom. Well, I saw Moulin Rouge and it was uh, like see seeing uh, the Cannibal, the musical. Um, I don't remember it. So, uh, <laughs> I'll vote for Moulin Rouge. <laughs> I could have gone with Cannibal just to, because it didn't get any votes. I'll go with Cannibal because I like them little boys from South Park. A vote for Cannibal the Musical. and uh, But M Moulin Rouge moves on. Roxanne. Sorry. Uh, on to our next fight. Uh, it is the Book of Mormon versus Les Mis. Um, Les Mis is one of those things that everybody has to see, has to see. And it, it, it's okay. It's okay. Uh, I, I'm not going to downplay it, but as uh, Dave said just a couple seconds ago, uh, Book of Mormon swept the Tonys. And after it swept the Tonys, I was like, what the hell is this Book of Mormon thing about? And I went and got the album. And I, I've only listened to the music. I haven't seen the stage play. But the music alone is so funny and so good. I like it a lot. 
I, I wish I could quote it right now, but I can't get off the top of my head. Uh, but I'm going to be voting for Book of Mormon. Dave? Yeah, see, now, unfortunately, I have not heard the soundtrack or seen the production of the Book of Mormon, but I want to give Trey and Matt all the love I can, but I'm not going to because I love Blame Miz. Blame Miz was, again, that same era when I was really into musical theater and doing shows and was just so amazed when I saw the, like a live production of what they could actually do on the stage that wasn't just, you know, a couple planks of wood, you know, uh, and it just the whole, the ensemble pieces towards the end were just so powerful. That, uh, I was blown away. I never saw the movie version. I probably never will. Um, and nor have I read the book, to be fair. But to, to take a book that's that thick and turn it into like a two-hour musical, I thought was impressive too. So I'm going to give it to uh, Les Miserables. Les Mis gets to vote. Melvin. I've got maggots in my scrotum. There's a line for you uh, from yep. Book of Mormon. Um, but um, uh, I had the opportunity to actually see the stage play in New York, and I was literally laughing my ass off during the whole production. It is amazing. And, you know, all the Tonys, you know, much, much deserved. Um, I waited in line to um, be able to see this. I didn't want to pay, like, hundreds of dollars, so instead I was waiting in line for the standing room seats. And even with standing room, tickets um it was well worth well worth um standing throughout the whole production to watch this and um i recommend it to anyone if it i think it's uh, starting a tour traveling throughout the u.s um so if it comes to a town near you see it it is amazing and um i like lame is but um as you can hear from my raving about Book of Mormon, I'm going to vote for that. Oh, vote for Book of Mormon. Lynn. What, Mom? You're uh, not oh, you, oh, you calling your name? Ma, I'm sorry. Yeah, I was I was doing a pseudico, pseudico, whatever, however you say that. Um, yeah, um, between these two, uh, I hear a lot about Les Mis. I've never seen or heard anything. I'm sure I have, but it, it just doesn't ring anything in my head. Um, Book of Mormon, um, probably what I would say for the Book of Mormon, I actually have a Mormon friend who's getting married on St. Patrick's Day. Uh, that might swing my, my vote. I think I'm going to go for Book of Mormon. Uh, vote for Book of Mormon and Jill. Um, I if, if we were doing this a year from now, I'd probably be voting for Book of Mormon because it's coming to Detroit next March. But I haven't seen it. I haven't heard any of the music, so I'm really not familiar with it at all. Les Mis was the first live production that I ever saw, and it's still near and dear to my heart. And I agree with everything Dave said. It's it's so It was so dramatic. It's so amazing to see them you know, put the French Revolution on stage and make it very believable and very powerful and very epic and, you know, makes you cry and makes you feel and, you know, does all kinds of, evokes all kinds of emotions. So my vote is for Les Mis. A vote for Les Mis. But it goes down to Book of Mormon. We are on to our next fight. Dave, this one is yours. Uh, it is Jekyll and Hyde, which I have never heard of, so don't ask me, versus Across the Universe. Right. Well, I've never seen Jekyll and Hyde. I heard it was good uh, from the, the few people that I know that are actually in the musical. But uh, across the universe, I don't know if you've seen this movie. Um, and uh, they take the you know, the Beatles songs and they 
incorporate the growth of the Beatles' music during the, the 60s and 70s as the times were changing here uh, in the States with war and, and revolution and rebelling and hippies and the whole thing. And it's a beautiful love story all thrown in the middle of it. And I I watched it on a whim and I went out and I rented it, you know, and I went out and bought the DVD like the next day uh, because it was just it was such a beautiful movie. I mean, it was beautifully shot. It was beautifully directed. It's a gorgeous film. So Across the Universe. A uh, vote for Across the Universe. Uh, Melvin. Um, you know what? Uh, I can't really, I, I remember seeing Jekyll and Hyde, but I can't really recall the music as well. I think there's that song Murder, Murder, which was, I remember liking, but, um, uh, Across the Universe, I, I really enjoyed as well. Um, and I love Beatles music, so, um, going with Across the Universe. Uh, vote for Across the Universe. Mom. Um, I'll just say Across the Universe. I hear Beatles. That, that, uh, that, uh, sells me. Uh, vote for Across the Universe. Jill. Well, I put Jekyll and Hyde on the list. And Melvin, I think this is my spring awakening. Uh, it was only actually on stage for about five years. And it was in like the late 90s to the early 2000s. And it's a very dark story. It's like Phantom of the Opera or Sweeney Todd, you know, where the, the main character is a monster. And it's just, it was one of those that was just, it's, 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 it's just like, it's a dark fantasy. It's hard to describe. It's just, it, it's just gets in your soul and rips you apart kind of musical to me. That's what it did. And it's actually my favorite musical that I've seen on stage. So I'm going to throw it a little bit of love and sorry that it's going down, but my vote's for Jekyll and Hyde. A vote for Jekyll and Hyde. Uh, Jekyll and Hyde. Something in the way she moves me. You know that 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 across the universe. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Across the universe is so good because not only is it taking Beatles songs and actually you you hear words, but in the background, the music in the movie is still Beatles music, and and, and it, you don't hear it until you hear it, and you go. Holy shit, that's a song. And they don't ever sing that song, but they, it's a song. And you're like, I know that song. And, uh, the, the people they got to, to do it were just amazing, amazing singers. And, you know, my favorite in, in that is my guitar gently weeps. I love when he sings that. It's oh, a really. I'm See, sorry. You're, you're singing the, the wrong. You're Can't singing a, a close version, but it's not the, the exact ah, version. I'm going to have, I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to get you Across the Universe. But I Thank will be you. voting for Across the Universe. And Across the Universe nope. is moving on. I, I find it interesting that the movie uh, that features Beatles music goes on, but the movies that the Beatles were actually in make the list. <laughs> where, oh, Cal- come on, Yellow Submarine. Yellow Submarine. Oh, that's, 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 that was a cool Cal- movie. Those are like marketing movies. Those aren't musicals. You know, that's like, we have this album, let's make a story around it. Oh, your grandfather's very cool, yeah, man. That, 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 that doesn't come enter that's anybody's mind when they do a musical now. That's not, <laughs> that's that's not true. what anybody ever considers. Well, yeah, well, we've but, proven that between Across the Universe and Moulin Rouge, you can take existing songs and make great music out of them versus taking existing songs and making a silly movie out of them. See, there is that. But Across the Universe takes the win. And we are in our last bite of the first round. And actually, uh, after listening to uh, Mediocre of Trek uh, a couple weeks ago, this is a pretty quick first round. Uh, it's another unknown fight. 
Melvin, this one is yours. It is Beauty and the Beast versus Mike's pick. I do not know what Mike's pick is. Mike, what is your pick? Oh uh, yeah, this is this is uh, the first time that uh, Damon is going into the unknown um, w- without knowing what it is, and uh, and actually this kind of you know ties in a little bit to what we were talking about earlier. I'm I'm actually a little disappointed by um, by by the the kind of traditionality of this list. I mean, there really was not a lot. The most really sort of out of the box thinking was uh, Buffy the musical, which you know certainly on our show. Uh, got a lot of love uh, before, and uh, I think most of the people on this episode were on uh, that one as well, or at least many of them, or was it the Whedon ones? But in any event, we got a lot of Whedon fans on this episode. Can I ask one question? Sure. Yes. Who's Buffy? <laughs> it's Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Mom. <laughs> so, so for mine, I wanted to do something a little different because there, there's... There's a lot of other things that, that we can define, uh, that we can use, and we can include with the topic of a musical, including fictional musicals. So we have movies that are musicals, but there are movies that are about musicals. And that's what my, why I'm picking Springtime for Hitler, mm. the musical from the movie The Producers, the original <laughs> mm-hmm. as, uh, as, as Hitler, uh, LSD was his name, Lorenzo D. something or other. Because um, what do you get when you take the worst leading man in the world, the worst play, and the worst director? Mm-hmm. You get the best musical of all time. So, springtime for Hitler is my unknown pick. Uh, springtime uh, spring for Hitler. Okay, uh, Melvin. Huh. Okay. Um, that is uh, thinking outside the box, going within a musical to get a musical. Um, but it's up against my pick, uh, Beauty and the Beast. Um, Disney, I love the music. Uh, so I think I'm going to go with my pick, uh, Beauty and the Beast here. A vote for Beauty and the Beast. It's a lot harder when they're staring you in the face, isn't it? (laughs) Uh, Lynn or mom. Uh, yeah. Um, you know... Uh, it's a tale as old as time. Um, I, I I think that uh, Beauty and the Beast offers uh, something that families can go together and watch and see if they can afford the uh, ticket prices. Um, Disney, got to go for Beauty and the Beast. A vote for Beauty and the Beast. We've already had a Hitler. I could go with Sound of Music. We didn't bring in Sound of Music, which would have given us our Hitler feel for the evening. But if you're voting for Disney, you're voting for the Nazi. Oh, you know, I would, I would, you know, I wouldn't, wouldn't necessarily disagree with you. But on a, on an outward level, we don't know that. A vote for Beauty and the Beast. Uh, Has changed, Michael. Uh, Jill. Well, I think that's uh, Mike's got a clever pick there, but I'm also going to vote for Beauty and the Beast. It's my favorite Disney cartoon. It's my favorite fairy tale, and I I think the stage adaptation is really clever. So I'm mm-hmm. voting for it. A uh, vote for Beauty and the Beast. Springtime for Hitler and Germany. Yeah, I'm going to vote for Springtime for Hitler (laughs) Uh, because Mike loves Nazis. I don't know why. 
It's just a running theme in the show that Mike. He loves the hate Nazis. Let's clarify that on on the air. I, I don't know about I don't know about that. He loves them as a villain. He he pull he pulls them into everything. Like come on, out of nowhere, Nazis. But I'm voting for springtime for Hitler, uh, Mr. Gill. What is your vote? <laughs> well, I will say that uh, Bell was probably the first uh, animated character that I fell madly in love with, which was sad because I think I was about 17 at the time that the movie <laughs> came out. Um, but uh, it was a great movie. It was a lot of fun. Uh, Springtime for Hitler, it's a good pick, Mike. It is very clever. The producer was a great film, both the original and the remake with uh, Matthew Broderick. But, um, yeah, I'm going to have to give it to, to Beauty and the Beast. A vote for Beauty and the Beast. And Beauty and the Beast is moving on. We'll be back right after this. I loved it. Spectacular. It's, it's nonstop. Awesome. Awesome. I've been to a lot of Broadway plays. It just felt like I was in another world. The songs, the music, the singing. The action, the story. is going right at you. You just have to like go back and see. like to go inside the comic book. Nothing like anything I've ever seen before. You thought that you were like in it. Spider-Man, turn off the dark. Visit Ticketmaster.com. This year, in Chicago, join Geek Fights Live on a special mission at C2E2. Investigate all Geek Fights, live shows, meetups, and hangouts. Your mission will be to rendezvous with your favorite Geek Fights hosts. Damon Shaw. Test Craft. Brian Townsend. And Geek Fights, most talented, most handsome, guest panelist, Alan. And what Geek Fights live event could be complete without the shark? Like our tease, bitches! For further intelligence, monitor all Geek Fights episodes. Imperative information can also be found at geekfights.net and c2e2.com. We'll see you in Chicago at this year's C2E2. I'm Phil Shaw, and you're listening to Geek Fights. And we're back doing what we do every week, coming at you with a little geek cred. Uh, we're going to start out with, uh, well, sorry, trademark Jared Formby geek cred. Uh, Melvin, uh, what is your geek cred? Uh, my geek cred, um, I obsess over things I really shouldn't, uh, waste my time on, but I love them so much, like, stuff like musicals and, uh, TV and comic books, um, and that's why I have the credibility to be a geek. Thank you very much, Melvin. Um, Mr. Gill, what is your geek cred? Well, for this particular episode, I guess I'll go with, uh... I, uh, the first uh, musical theater production I ever saw was at Fernell High School when I was five years old, and it was, in fact, The Sound of Music. Um, and I saw every musical that was there, 
until I graduated in 91. Uh, I wasn't in it. And while I was there, I was in Brigadoon and Guys and Dolls and Oliver and Joseph the Amazing Technical Dinko and Annie Get Your Gun and Similar on the Roof. And I did some community theater and Love Me Some Musicals. And then, of course, before I moved here to Philadelphia, I had to do a movie, so my friend and I decided to make Yo Joe, the making of G.I. Joe the musical, a five-minute short, which we submitted to the Chicago Con Film Contest. Uh, we did not win, but I'm happy to say that I appeared on a large screen in front of several hundred people as Destro, singing uh, basically as we wrote lyrics to existing songs, because I didn't have time to come up with uh, original songs. Uh, but it was a blast, and uh, I'm very, very proud to have that on my full resume. So that's my geek cred. Thank you very much, Dave. Jill? Uh, well, it, with my musical geek cred is when I was in high school, early high school, my sister decided that our whole family needed more culture. So we started going to see the musicals that came to Detroit. And we loved it so much that we kept doing it. And when I went to, I went to Western Michigan and this, you, they, you know, they had a Miller Auditorium had brought productions in every year, and so I would get a student pass every year. You got discounted tickets, and I had a friend who worked in the box office, so we'd always get great seats for everything that came. So that's how I ended up seeing most of the stuff that I've seen, and then it's just you know gone on above and beyond from there. So that's my key cred. Thank you very much, Jill, and my mom, Lynn Michelle Wheeler. What is your geek cred? Well, I guess my geek cred is actually inherited. Um, my mother, your grandmother, was a uh, very mm, uh, highly talented um, singer. And in 1950, when she graduated from high school in the small city of Somerset, Pennsylvania, she was awarded a scholarship to Juilliard for opera. Now, you can't get any more geeky than opera, and um, it was actually quite an accomplishment because my mother is or was a black woman. Um, from there, we, you know, got into the musicals at home and the singing. I, I think we just have a geek gene. I really do. I, You know, I pass it on to my son and uh, my daughter she doesn't admit to it but she's a bit of a geek too um so i think i think that would be my my geek credit and i have about mm, 50 or so odd years of geekness well thank you very much mom you're very you welcome do, you do know this is going to be the only episode dad ever listens to you, you <laughs> well hi phil <laughs> <laughs> all right let's jump back in the fight mom this one is yours it is the lion king versus porgy and bess it only gets harder from here it does i know and and i'm gonna i'm gonna mention i just mentioned my mother and um i really wish i had thought about it because i would have tried to figure out a way to uh play a tape of her voice because, uh, as I said, she was, she was quite an accomplished singer. And when I look at Lion King and Porgy and Bass, one of my, uh, the, one of the first songs I heard my mother sing was Summertime from Porgy and Bass. And, um, I think what moves me about a lot of the music in musicals is not just uh, 
the singing, but how it's sung, the emotion and the feeling that's put behind it, and that's Porgy and Bess. So I got to go with Porgy and Bess. Uh, vote for Porgy and Bess. Jill? I completely agree that it, the, the emotion behind the songs is what makes uh, me connect to the musicals that I love so much. And I, I think The Lion King actually has that. They, they, they added a couple extra songs that the movie doesn't have. And there's one song in particular that... You know, it's 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 a nighttime scene. It's there's stars in the sky, and the song would give me chills and put, bring tears to my eyes every time I heard it. Um, even though it was just the stage version, it wasn't like I said, it wasn't in the movie. And then, like I said, just the the visual effect of seeing a life size elephant, but it you know made of material that's clearly not trying to look exactly like an elephant, just trying to capture the characteristics of an elephant coming down. The, you know, the main aisle of the theater and then going up on stage along with several other animals and birds flying over the audience and just the, the whole theatrics of it just is spellbinding to, to watch. So I'm, I'm voting for Lion King. Uh, vote for Lion King. <sighs> that this is no, not easy for me. And, and, and it is all about it, it's never what you say, it's how you say it. And, and it's, always, it's always that way it, it, for everything. It's, it works that way in comedy. It works that way in just just straight theater. It works that way in musicals. It's, it's how you say it. It's what you put behind the words that actually throw out the most meaning. And um, I, I, I've actually, I remember hearing Grandma sing that. So, I, I, you know what? I'll go with Porgy and Bess. Uh, Dave? <laughs> that's, that's very sweet, that, that little bit there. I, uh, I got, I, again, I've never seen four games at, at the same time. I'm going Gershwin versus Elton John. Uh, and when they first made the live production of The Lion King, I thought it was just, you know, Disney trying to scrape a few bucks together the way they do the ice debates. And, uh, yeah, apparently it's awesome. And, and I appreciate everyone that's seen it and, and, and Jill's ravings about it and all this, but I haven't. And I have I mean, I just, Gershwin versus Elton John. Gershwin. Porgy and Beth. Oh, went physical fight on that one. And Porgy and Beth get to vote. Uh, Melvin. Um, well, after Lion King so handily defeated my one of my favorite musicals, Spring Awakening, which, by the way, it was Duncan Sheik that wrote the music. Just thought I'd let you know, uh, you know that. But, um, uh, uh, kind of like a revenge vote. I'm gonna vote for um, uh, Porgy and Bess. I I love I love the music in Porgy and Bess. I'm not just voting it for it just because it's a revenge vote, but um, I'm voting for Porgy and Bess here. Ah, nice spite. I, I forget what spite does come into this eventually. Uh, Porgy and Bess is moving on, and I'm sure there's gonna be some spite thrown its way on in the next round. We are on to our next fight, Jill. This one is yours. <laughs> It is Spamalot versus West Side Story. Another old story versus a new story. Um, I'm gonna go for Spamalot. It's I, I like West Side Story. It's everything about it is wonderful. But I'm I, I like the the inner the 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 comedic entertainment of Spamalot. It, it's just it's one of those feel good kind of productions. You just go and you laugh your ass off when you watch it because there's it's so quirky. So. That's, that gets my vote. Uh, vote for Spamalot. 
That's what my dad said. So I'm going. I'm going to vote for West Side Story, Dave. Uh, yeah, I'm going to vote for West Side Story too, and I love Monty Python, and, and I've never seen Spam a lot, but I, you know, imagined it was fabulous and hilarious. Uh, but West Side Story is just one of the most influential musicals. If you can have an influential musical, I guess you can, obviously you can. That's my life, uh, which you know just blew me away, and uh, I think it's you know obviously retelling that same old Romeo and Juliet, whatever was before that, that same story is great. Um, but you know politically and all sorts of great things like it was just an amazing musical so i'm west side story in it another vote for west side story melvin yeah i put spam a lot on this list and i was gonna vote for it but up against west side story i kind of don't see how i can vote for it really um west side story is part of what got me into musicals uh uh it yeah, it's a beautiful, beautiful uh Romeo and Juliet story. Um you know, and yeah other than it, it's portrayed beautifully um in the stage play that I've seen and as well as in the film. Oh um so I gotta pick West Side Story in this. Uh another vote for West Side Story. Mom. Well, I think you know, everyone has uh said it and Again, it is a, a story that um, continues to be told and continues to be acted out, if we even um, look at it that way, because there are still in the this century um, uh, romances that we consider to be um, against the law or illegal or against God. And when we look at these, the depths of uh, West Side Story and, and where it takes people and somehow we still don't get it. It ain't about the color of your skin or whether it's boy and boy or girl and girl or, or anything. It's all about love and that's what West Side Story brings to the forefront. So they get my vote. A vote for West Side Story. Mom taking over as the shark with Mike away. Jeez. West Side Story getting a vote. And we are on to our next fight. It is Singing in the Rain versus Aladdin. And uh, I saw this fight coming up. I looked down at it. And right now, as I'm speaking to you, I am hearing... (laughs) That's what's playing in my head. I love it in the rain. I love Aladdin. Okay, Mom. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> I love Aladdin. I love it. It's my I love favorite. your mom. <laughs> <laughs> so do I. I. It's my favorite Disney movie. But singing in the rain literally is what the reason I like musicals. D- just that, and I, I I can't remember most of that movie. But I remember him going down the street, swinging on the poles and all that stuff. And I've actually done that part in the rain. And then I realized I looked ridiculous outside in the middle of nowhere. But I didn't care because I was singing in the rain. I was happy to be singing in the rain. So I'm going to be voting for singing in the rain. Singing, singing in the rain. Oh, sorry. Uh, I'm with you. I, uh, it's a tough call because, again, Aladdin is my favorite Disney 
in pretty much forever before, you know, Pixar came around, but they're not really Disney, but whatever, but they're not musical, so it doesn't matter. The point is, I'm with you. Like, damn it, I, I will, that song will be in my head all the damn time. And uh, come on, I mean, as far as the geek ratings go, uh, the kid that played Cobra Commander in that horrible G.I. Joe movie, uh, when he hosted Channel Live, he uh, reenacted the Make Him Laugh scene. And I'll have respect for that mm. dude forever, mm. whatever his name is. I don't know his name. Joseph Gordon Levitt. Joseph <laughs> that guy, yeah, Joseph Gordon Levitt. But that's like an assassin's name. He's going to kill a president or something. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, like, I mean, like, you know, he did that on Saturday Night Live. Like, that is, I love this guy. But this is awesome because he just did this great scene from such a great musical. And it was a cool musical. It was about the, you know, the changing of the movies from silent films to talking, you know, oh, it was just great. Uh, so, Aladdin, I love you, but you got to go. Uh, I'm giving it to Singing in the Rain. Another vote for Singing in the Rain. Melvin. Um, hmm. I think I'm going to make this interesting and vote for Aladdin. Um, I love Singing in the Rain. It's very classic, as I said before. Um, but Aladdin, that was my childhood. Um, so I'm going with that. Uh, vote for Aladdin. Mom. Well, that's what makes it interesting um, when you have a diverse group of people because childhood means a different thing to all of us. And for me, childhood means singing in the rain. Um, it's I, Isn't that the movie where he danced on the ceiling, too? Or was he? Yes. Did, did they, yeah. Did they turn the room all the way around? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I mean, again, um, and, and I'm just going to put it out there like this. I love a white boy that can dance. And I tell you, Gene Kelly, mm, mm, mm. only one that, 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 that's up above him is Donnie Osmond. If Donnie Osmond came to Clayton, North Carolina, oh my God. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That probably explains my vote on Book of Mormon. But, um, anyway. Anyway, I'm going to have to go with Singing in the Rain. I'm getting a little fl- flushed here. Hold on. A vote okay. for Singing in the Thanks. Rain. Uh, Jill. I'll make it quick. Singing in the Rain. <laughs> and Singing in the Rain is moving on. We are on to our next fight. Dave, this one is yours. It is Once More with Feeling versus Rent. Oh, Once More with Feeling. Really? Is that easy for you? No, right. I can't. I can't. Oh, that's right. Thing. You don't like Rent. Let me tell you a little something about Rent. I, I, I've never seen it. Uh, when I was working at the bookstore, we had overhead music, you know, and one day I was just going down the escalator and this song was on. I was like, oh my God, what is this horrible song? And I couldn't tell you what song it was, but apparently it was from Rent. I talked to the music guy. I was like, dude, what is this song? This is awful. Take it off the overhead. And he was like, it's from Rent. And I was like, really? Because I heard it was good. And I couldn't stand it. I uh, We had a book signing with Anthony Rapp. Um, Joe, you know who he is. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the guy from Adventures of Babysitting. Uh, mm-hmm. Awesome yeah. guy. Came out to the bar with us. I hung out with him all night. Really cool guy. He wrote this amazing book. The story of the guy that tried to make this play, and then he died, and it was just awful. It was tragic. But I couldn't stand the musical. Like, I, I felt like Jay Parker and Matt Stone with the beginning of, uh, what's that puppet movie they made with the AIDS, 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 everybody's got AIDS, you know, like, I kind of felt like that. Yeah, I just I I just don't understand this music is awful. Like the story sounds great, but the music is so bad. And obviously, what's more, is feeling the second best puppy episode ever. So love it. So what's more, feeling? Uh, vote for once more with feeling, Melvin. Um, 
I'm a renthead. I said that before, and I love Buffy, but rent. Uh, I, I guess I'm opposite um, what was just said because I, uh, when I first heard the music, I, I first heard the soundtrack of Rent before um, actually seeing the stage play. Um, one of my uh, college friends actually turned me on to it, and um, first song, I was addicted. I was addicted to listening to the whole thing multiple, multiple times. I had the whole soundtrack memorized before I saw the stage play. When I saw the stage play in Broadway, it blew my mind. Um, since then, I've seen it four times total, uh, and you know, this Rent head's voting for Rent. Uh, vote for Rent. Jill, this is going to be very difficult for oh. you. Which one are you voting for? Doesn't Lynn go before me? Oh, wait, you're right. Sorry, Mom. Thanks, Jill. Somebody around here loves me. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> <sighs> um, it just, this is just a little bit of trivia. Um, it, and, and I don't know if Damon knows this or not, but one of my best friends from high school is a Tony voter. So, theoretically, I should be familiar with all of this stuff. Um, and Damon, her mother used to babysit you. I don't know if you remember that. Grandma no. Lottie. Okay. Okay. Rent. Uh, vote for it. Now to the difficult vote for Jill. <laughs> you would think this would be very difficult because I put them both on the list and I love them both, but I love Buffy more than I love Rent. So I am I totally wish you voting would tell me for this damn bitch named Buffy is. It's the best show out there, and despite what these other guys are saying, it's the best episode of this show. So I'm voting for Once More with Feeling. A vote for Once More with Feeling. And Lynn, if you had seen it, you'd be voting for it, too. Okay. It is all tied up. It comes down to me. Um, Well, Jill, it's been nice having you on the show of these, like, six or seven episodes. Um, Don't you dare vote against (laughs) it. It's fabulous, and you know it. Let's put the Josh Whedon thing through. Uh, no, I'm sorry. I, I, I can't. Yes, you um, can. I, I could, but, yeah. I, but I can't. Yes, you can. Um, no, not going to happen. Yes, you can. Uh, anything you can do, I can do better. That's not and from either one of these. And get your gun. That's a horrible show. I was, no, I was you can't. That. It's you a can. terrible yes, movie. Can. Yeah, yeah, yeah but that's... Yes, I can. Yes, I can. can. Uh, but uh, I am voting... I'm voting for rent. I'm hurting you even more. Uh, rent is moving through. Oh. We are on to our next fight. Probably an easy one for Melvin. Uh, it is Chicago versus Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Huh. I don't know how that's easy, really. I mean, I didn't really vote for either of them. But um, I do respect both equally. I think Chicago was a great is a great musical turned into a great um film uh, uh Willie Wonka yeah I'm going with Chicago on this one uh vote for Chicago mom I didn't even I didn't I never liked Willie Wonka Chicago another vote for Chicago Jill uh it's another vote for Chicago ouch another vote for Chicago um I'm not going to be voting for Chicago. I will be voting for Willy Wonka because I I do love uh, the world of imagination. I'm trying to. I can't remember songs right now. I'm so tired. But I will be voting for Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. 
Dave. Well, we should have taped, sung our songs earlier, taped them, and then just, you know, hit the play button at the appropriate time. We could do yeah, that. We can do it later, and Mike can do the outro music. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Uh, but, Chicago. Chicago, dude. Chicago. Another Sorry. move for Chicago. Uh, destroyed it. Yeah, Willy Wonka is out. Chicago is moving on. We are on to our next fight. Mom, this one is yours. Mom, this one is probably really uh, hard for you. Mm, it is Dream Girls versus Jesus Christ Superstar. Can I can I be like a can I be like a member in Congress and just abstain my vote? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see I understand why they have such trouble there. You know, Republican Democrat, Republican Democrat. Okay. Um Oh. Mm. Jennifer Bouncy, Carl Ted, JC. Uh, vote for Jesus Christ Superstar, Jill. I still don't like Jesus Christ Superstar, so I'll vote for Dreamgirls. <laughs> uh, vote for Dreamgirls. Um, Dreamgirls is okay. I've not seen the live performance. I've only seen the movie. Um, Jennifer Hudson does sing really well. Everybody sings really well in that movie. And but Jesus Christ Superstar, I I, I watched that movie. I've never seen the stage play. I watched that movie, and I'm like, wait a minute. This is this is so simple. Why do people get all hung up in in minutia and bullshit when it comes to Jesus? This is a very simple thing. I don't understand why people aren't able to. Just go, oh, that's what he wanted? Okay. You, but, you, you must have great parents that were able to raise you so that you could use Jesus Christ and bullshit in the same sentence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was raised by great parents. Uh, you know, one day I, I hope you'll get to meet them. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> I'll be voting for Jesus Christ Superstar. Dave? Oh, uh, yeah. Now, Dreamgirls, it was great. It was great. But uh, like I said before, I, w- I was so blown away by uh, Jesus Christ Superstar when I saw it that I got to give JC the love this time around. A little bit more Jesus. Uh, Melvin? It's kind of hard to vote against Jesus, so Jesus Christ Superstar. Whoa, we've got to stop that logic immediately. That's how Jesus won best historical figure. (laughs) That's exactly what happened. Somebody said that, and then Jesus ended up winning. Um, (laughs) I'm not joking. Probably Catholic guilt. No, no, it was just Oh, no, that's Jewish guilt, and they don't believe in Jesus. No, they believe in Jesus. They just don't believe he was a prophet. Yeah, I know. I got got the story. He was a prophet? no, Messiah. Sorry, he wasn't. They don't believe that he's the Messiah. Uh, yeah. the, the Catholics have guilt too. Okay. Yeah, there's a lot of guilt going around. The Jews feel it too. Okay. But Jesus Christ Superstar, not guilty. Moving on. We're on to our next fight, Jill. This one is yours. Uh, it is Moulin Rouge versus Book of Mormon. Well, I still haven't seen Book of Mormon or heard the music. And Moulin Rouge, like I said before, it's my favorite movie of all time it's it's just one of those that just it's it starts off super fast it grabs you by the throat and holds on tight until the very end makes you laugh it makes you cry it's got great music it's got great visuals i'm voting for moulin rouge i vote for moulin rouge and you can tell everybody this is your song yeah Moulin Rouge. It like, may be quiet, simple, but... See, you're trying to sing the Elton Version mind. song. I'm trying to sing the Obi-Wan Kenobi version. I hope version. you don't mind. I hope you don't mind <laughs> okay, what Mom. I put down in words. But I voted for Moulin Rouge. Dave? Uh, yeah, I'm with you. Moulin, Moulin Rouge, definitely. It's, you know, 
It's getting tighter now that the brackets are shrinking, but uh, definitely new leverage. Melvin? If you all saw the Book of Mormon, the stage play, this vote, I'm pretty sure, will be towards that direction. So I'm gonna I'm gonna keep on with the Book of Mormon here. Um hopefully encouraging all of you to see it. So um Book Absolutely. of Mormon. I, I plan to see it when it comes next year. If it comes yeah, to I, Philly, I'm there, dude. You live an hour and a half away from New York. You should go. Oh wait, yeah, it costs New lots and lots of money. Than Philly. Yeah. I <laughs> forgot about that. Sorry. My well bad. you can get standing room tickets. I mean it's well worth it. But then I, then I got to stand in the way. That's like a whole day's worth of work. Now. I just want some show. <laughs> I could just buy a soundtrack and, you know. Uh, seriously, the soundtrack. Well, I want to give Trey and Matt all the love in the world for their, their talent, but I'll see. But, uh, a, a vote for uh, Book of Mormon and Mom. Um, a vote for the Book of Mormon is a vote for Donnie Osmond. So, <laughs> Book of Mormon. <laughs> A vote for Book of Mormon, but Moulin Rouge is moving on, and we are on to our next fight. Uh, it is Across the Universe versus Beauty and the Beast. I'm trying to sing it like uh, Jessica Fletcher, and I just didn't do a very good job of it. I got a picture of my, of my friend with her. She is she still alive? Angela Lansbury? Yeah, yeah. That's right, she is. Yeah. She just doesn't do public appearances. But, um, yeah, Across the Universe... Uh, don't get me wrong, I like Beauty and the Beast, just like everybody liked Beauty and the Beast when they were a kid and they saw it, and they're like, oh, that was a good movie. Um, but it was another Disney musical that was for little girls and uh, little boys, and I was a young boy at the time, or a young, what was it, 12, 13, somewhere around there, so. Um, yeah, I wasn't I wasn't a little boy anymore, but I, I was just like, yeah, okay. Uh, across the universe, though, I, I saw that three or four years ago. Five, six years ago, I've, I've got the DVD behind me. Uh, so yeah, I, I do, I do like it so much, and they do a really good job. I'm trying to remember if, if there's anybody in that movie that's actually famous now, and there really isn't, other than uh, what's her name? Oh, goodness gracious. The one who's famous, whose name you can't remember. <laughs> yeah, well, she's uh, oh. Evan Rachel Wood or Rachel Evan Wood, yeah, something yeah, like that. Evan, Evan, yeah. Rachel. Yeah, she 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 has such a lovely, lovely singing voice in that. When she says sings "Blackbird," it's such a good song. And I was uh, just going to ask you about that. Yeah, they, she sings "Blackbird." It's it's I no have good. to see it then. Uh, I'm going to be voting for Across the Universe, Dave. Yeah, I'm going to vote for Across the Universe also because again, just amazing. Being the Beast, loved it. Uh, you know, it was a great. What was it with Howard Ashman and? Uh, with the composers and lyricists for those awesome Disney movies before they got Elton John, they were, no. they were fabulous. They were a wonderful team. They, they were, they were, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, uh, but across the universe, another vote for across the universe, Melvin. Um, I kind of want to keep a Disney one in there. Uh, I think we got lost the Lion King. We lost Aladdin. Uh so I'm going to throw in a bone for Beauty and the Beast as much as I love Across the Universe. Um, so I'm going to I'm gonna go with Beauty and the Beast here. You're going to throw a bone to the Beast. Uh, Mom. Blackbird singing in the dead of night. Take these broken wings and learn to fly all your life. 
You are only waiting for this moment to arise. You love that song because I sang it to you when you were a baby. Across the Universe. A vote for Across the Universe and Jill. I haven't seen Across the Universe, so I'll give Beauty and the Beast a little bit more love. A vote for Beauty and the Beast, but Across the Universe is moving on. We are on to our next fight. Dave, this one is yours. It's for a spot in the final four. It is Porgy and Bess versus West Side Story. Okay, see, now that's troublesome because, uh, again, I haven't seen Porgy and Bess, although I great respect for its political value, uh, civil rights value, and like the Gershwin, and doesn't his wife wrote the lyrics or something? I mean, it's just a fabulous team, but West Side Story is like... When I was a theater geek back in the day, you know, I would walk down the street and do little dance moves and, you know, like, <laughs> like a dork at a park, which is, you know, really probably not unsurprising for Damon and Mike who know me better than the rest of you. But, uh, so I, I'm going to have to give it to West Side Story this time. Uh, vote for West Side Story. Melvin. Uh, after I saw West Side Story, I wanted to do musicals. Uh, West Side Story. Another vote for West Side Story. Mom. Can I um, abstain? <laughs> no. Okay. You know, I'm slow. You know, I do have a little bit of that disease where I don't remember if I asked the same question four times ago or not. But, um, mm. that's, the, that's the fifth time you've asked that question. Is it? No, I only remember three. Uh, <laughs> oh gosh! Mm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep uh, Porgy and Bess in there. A uh, vote for Porgy and Bess, Jill. Uh, West Side Story. A uh, vote for West Side Story, and uh, I can like get good mom points, but I, I'll get a couple dad points and vote for West Side Story. You live with him. I would. <laughs> yeah, I know. He might kick you out. <laughs> a vote for West Side Story. And, why and I don't want that to happen because then you might want to move in with me. Hell so. no. I mean, I would love to move in with you, Mom. I'm sorry. I know. I have a dog. <laughs> a vote for West Side Story. West Side Story is into the final four. And we are on to our next fight. Melvin, this one is yours. It is Singing in the Rain versus Rent. Rent. I, I knew that was going to be pretty easy for you. Uh, Mom? Gene. Gene Kelly. A vote for Singing in the Rain. Jill. Rent. A vote for Rent. This is going very quickly. And <laughs> I'm going to go Singing in the Rain and then leave it up. Oh, wait, no. Because if I, if I vote for Singing in the Rain, Singing in the Rain wins. Because Dave has already discussed his disdain for Rent. So I could vote for Rent here. It's worth it. It's outstanding. We already have a, a classic going through with West Side Story. I know. It's a classic. <sighs> we need something modern in here. You know? I agree. Well, well, yeah, well, what's what's wrong with Moulin Rouge or Across, across the, universe? the Universe? Both, yeah, are, that's both true. Modern. That's true. Both uh, are both very modern. They're actually. Yeah, I may be tired, but I ain't that tired. They're newer than Rent. Um, <laughs> God damn it! Singing in the Rain is the one that it, it really is the reason I like musicals. Yeah, it's it. it's, it's there. Um, and I really don't have any real. Of, 
connection with rent other than you really have to see rent you really have to see rent you, you really, really have, have to see rent but that's that's what my mother said to me hundreds and hundreds of times and then i eventually saw it and i was like eh, it's okay well maybe if the brackets were adjusted differently um it, you know rent would have made it to the final four but <sighs> Uh, yeah, I gotta go singing in the rain. Sorry, uh, Dave. Yeah, no. And here's, here's the thing. Like, uh, obviously, you know, you all are huge musical fans, and I got a lot of respect for the, the comments you've made and the votes you've made in the past. So, it, obviously, there's more to rent than I'm giving it credit for. So maybe at some point, I need to check it out. I probably really do. Uh, you know, it's a remake of La Boheme, and you know, mm-hmm. probably a really great story. So maybe, uh, maybe the music's better than I thought when I was there that day. Maybe I was just, you know, grumpy that day and didn't take the music, but Singing in the Rain is what I got to vote for. And Singing in the Rain is into the final four. Well, well Dave, it is really hard to go from Opera La Boheme to Rent. It, it's a stretch, but it's still a good story. And they put a lot of effort into it, and they had great success. And, Absolutely. And, but Singing in the Rain into the final four. On to our next fight. Mom, this one is yours. It is Chicago versus Jesus Christ Superstar. I thought I just did. Okay. I'm really. Didn't I? Ju- I just did Porgy and Bass. Yeah, you did. How you, can that be me again? Oh, I don't know. Oh, I, I messed up. You but did. Whatever. Whatever. That's why I'm your mama. Yeah. <laughs> to keep you straight, baby. But anyway. Oh, you still want me to go first? Why not? <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> You're messing with me. Okay. And I got Chicago and JC. Yep. JC? Uh, vote for Jesus Christ Superstar, Jill. <laughs> I still don't like Jesus Christ Superstar, so I'm voting for Chicago. <laughs> I, I, I like how it's a vote against Jesus Christ Superstar. No, I, actually, have... I actually really do like Chicago. I have, okay. the, I have the DVD. I've seen it the stage production. They're very different, the, the movie versus the production. <laughs> but they're both wonderful. Mm-hmm. Okay, a, a vote, a, a real vote for Chicago, not yeah. just a vote against Jesus Christ. Yeah, I, I said it that way <laughs> on purpose. Um, I'm going to vote for Jesus Christ Superstar because it made me realize that Judas actually isn't a bad guy. That's right. Uh, everybody always says Jesus, Judas is a horrible. Oh, you don't want to be a Judas, 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 Judas. But if you actually pay attention to the damn story, which nobody actually does, um. You, you, Jesus is like, this is actually your job. This is what you're going to do. That's right. And then he does it. That's right. The, the reason Judas ends up in hell is because he kills himself. It has nothing to do with the fact that he turned in Jesus. Uh, so I'm going to vote for Jesus Christ Superstar. Dave. Yeah. No, Chicago's a good show. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, there's just there's just no comparing. I guess as far as, like, the storylines go, like, powerful wise versus, you know, contemporary, cool. Uh, yeah, no, I, I got to give it to you. Uh, and, and bear in mind, uh, I mean, no way. I have any, I'm agnostic. I have no religious anything. So, but the story itself, just as a story, whether it's fiction or you think it's real, Jesus Christ, you start with hands down. Uh, vote for Jesus Christ Superstar. Uh, yeah, I, I. If you've listened to the show, I have no religious affiliation. Uh, Melvin. Again, a tribute to your, a, a compliment to your parents. Go ahead. <laughs> um, I guess. Uh, uh, Jesus Christ Superstar. 
of vote for Jesus Christ, and Jesus Christ is moving on. Jesus Christ, and we're <laughs> on to on to our next fight, Jill. This one is yours. It is Moulin Rouge versus Across the Universe. Well, I'm I'm going to go for Moulin Rouge. Like I said, it's my favorite movie. But also, if you think about it, it's kind of an homage to musicals because of all the different styles and genres and types of songs that are you know, filtered into all the songs that are done in Moulin Rouge. I mean, you got the Beatles, you got U2, you've got Dolly Parton, you got Elton John, you know, David Bowie, Queen, you know, you have the Marilyn Monroe songs. You have all kinds of different aspects of music that we all love pulled together in a very unique way, put set to an incredible story that's, you know, tragic and heartbreaking and 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 makes you laugh and makes and you makes you fall in love all at the same time. So, I'm going to vote for Moulin Rouge. Uh, vote for Moulin Rouge. And um, I love I love Across the Universe. I own Across the Universe. I do not own Moulin Rouge, but that does not mean I do not like Moulin Rouge. When Moulin Rouge is on, if it's near the end and I can watch that last ten minutes of the movie, oh, I love that last ten minutes where they're singing to each other and the, the play is going on. And then uh, John Leguizamo, right at the end, shouts that last line. Ah, I love it so much. And and I'm somewhat ashamed of it. Like, oh, I shouldn't like Moulin Rouge, but I do. I, I love the hell out of Moulin Rouge. Um, across the universe needs a couple more years. Not that it isn't good. I, lo- I, I really do like Cross the Universe a lot. I like the Beatles music in it a lot, but I also like Elton John and Queen and all the other people that uh, Jill just mentioned. So I'm going to go with Moulin Rouge. Dave? Yeah, it's tough because these are actually they're very similar musicals, both in style and pacing and the fact that they use other people's music to tell a story that is, you know, you know, it's a very complicated world we live in, and, and when you're young and learning and growing, like both of them are, they're actually very similar, similar stories. You know, tragic love stories and the difficulties that you face, and they they took all of this music that existed and made it way more than I think that any of the artists when they wrote those songs and played them on their piano or their guitars or what have you ever expected. And, and I think that's a huge homage to just creativity in general. Um, so yeah, this is a tough, this is a tough call, Moulin Rouge or Across the Universe. But I do not own, uh, on my PlayStation, the, uh, Moulin Rouge version of Rock Band, and I own the Beatles version of Rock Band, so I'm gonna go with Across the Universe. A vote for Across the Universe. Melvin. Moulin Rouge, uh, was... A movie that inspired me to try Absinthe for the first time. Um, so I'm voting for Moulin Rouge. Uh, vote for Moulin Rouge. And um, right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, again, you know, when you started uh, talking about um, some of the scenes and things that happened in Moulin Rouge, I. I got these glimpses of a memory, and I'm starting to wonder what medications I was on when I watched that movie. Maybe that's why I don't remember it. But one thing that for me, and I have to go because I haven't seen it, but strictly off of um, my nostalgic um, ties, I was teased on the Beatles. No, maybe not so teased. A little bit older. But anyway. 
I have to go with the Beatles. And Damon, get me a copy of that as soon as you can. Uh, vote for Across the Universe. But Moulin Rouge is moving on. It's got the last spot in the Final Four. We're at the Final Four. We've got West Side Story versus Singing in the Rain and Jesus Christ Superstar versus Moulin Rouge. Um, oh, this fight is mine. It's West Side Story versus Singing in the Rain. Ah, do I do I, my childhood or my childhood? Um, do I do I vote against my father who? can probably hear me right now is probably mad because he's got to get up at seven in the morning and go go to work he actually got a job I, mean, I, I would go to his side and say he passed a drug test after smoking weed two days before and i don't know how that happened but um, medicinal he takes it for medicinal purposes it doesn't matter he he smoked two days before a drug test and he yeah had, but they can't they can't ask him they cannot ask him why it's in his system it, anyway mom I'm going to be voting for West Side Story, even though Singing in the Rain is is the thing that got me to to notice musicals altogether. Uh, West Side Story, I think, is better, so I'm going to go with West Side Story. Dave, wow, man, that that sucks because these are again two of my favorite classic musicals of all time. So I'm going to change up my reasoning and do it in what Mike said we couldn't do in this, and make it a fist fight. And therefore, West Side Story is obviously going to win. So I'm going to give it to West Side Story. Uh, vote for West Side Story. Melvin. Um, West Side Story, that was, that, uh, that started beyond musicals. Uh, so I'm going with that. Uh, vote for West Side Story. Mom. Thinking. Uh, I guess, I guess, because there was a lot of white boys in West Side Story that could dance. All them Jets, I don't know, versus Gene Kelly. Mm, and Maria, West Side Story. West Side Story and Jill, is it a clean sweep? No, out of spite, I'm voting for Singing in the Rain. Ah, spite, I love thee. A vote for Singing in the Rain, but West Side Story is into the finals. And Dave, this fight is yours. It is Jesus Christ Superstar versus Moulin Rouge. Oh, all right, well, that's a tough one. But I'm thinking... uh, I'll, I'll do this by how many times I've seen each each one of these. And uh, rough estimate, I think I've only seen Jesus Christ Superstar twice. But I think I've seen Mulan Rouge four times. Uh, part of that is because I own it. Um, it was easy to get. Uh, so I'm going to give it to Obi-Wan Kenobi and go Mulan Rouge. Uh, vote for Mulan Rouge. Uh, Melvin. Oh, Jesus Christ Superstar. Yes, Jesus Christ Superstar. You're going with Jesus Christ Superstar. A vote for Jesus. Uh, Mom. I don't know how to love him. JC. A vote for Jesus Christ Superstar. 
Jill. I think Moulin Rouge has more geek cred. <laughs> a vote for Moulin Rouge. <laughs> it does have more geek cred. And, and, you, and, and, and you know, and, and you're and you're right. There, there, but there's just there's just yeah. As I said, when Damon started talking about a little bit more about the movie, I kept, oh, yeah, but for me, it was a very dark movie, and I just wasn't in the mood for dark at the time. I don't know. I just didn't pay a whole lot of attention. He's a pretty dark but, story, too. You know? <laughs> well, Jesus has a, a lot of geek cred. He's technically a zombie. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that, Mike. Oh. A vote for whatever tied it up. Oh, yeah, it, a vote for Moulin Rouge. It is all tied up, and it comes down to me. I get to be the asshole. Either I get to be the asshole to my mother, or I get to be the asshole to Jill. You've never been an asshole to me, baby. Uh, oh, really? No, you, I, you already were an asshole to me. Floating out once more, it's feeling. I know, but... You're going to do it twice to me? You're probably an asshole to your mom your whole life. I mean, let's be sure. Yeah. I um, mean, I, saw, I was the first person to see the asshole, okay? So. <laughs> <laughs> um, It's all tied up. And one of the things that I've done on Geek Fights, when I, when I vote, when I actually care, I, 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 I don't vote against my heart. As much as I love, you know, want the, the, the other thing to go through and want other people to feel good and like this thing, I I don't vote against my heart. I did it once and I felt bad for days about it. Even though this shit is inconsequential to anything, I felt bad about it because I wasn't honest with myself. And if I'm going to be honest here, I love the fuck out of both of these movies. Both of these productions are amazing. They are great. And when I need them... To watch them, as a matter of fact, uh, yep, I could watch Moulin Rouge right now. It's on demand. I can't watch Jesus Christ Superstar. It's not on demand, but it, it's on Retroplex or whatever right now, or not right now, but this week. So I could watch it this week too. I, I, I really, really do like to watch them both. And and the the question now comes down to which would I, which would I rather watch? And I, I like I could watch them both right in a row. So that 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 too. Which would I watch first? Uh, I don't know when I watch. Well, I just saw Jesus Christ a week ago, so I'm going to watch Moulin Rouge first. But that's only because I saw Jesus Christ a week ago. Um, damn it! But Jesus Christ Superstar is one of those ones that I I I, I own. <laughs> like I own Jesus Christ Superstar. Um, so I, I'm I'm sorry, Jill. Uh, I, I've got to go with Jesus Christ Superstar. No, no knock on Moulin Rouge. Moulin Rouge is an amazing movie, and as a matter of fact, I'm going to probably watch it after this. So, uh, but Jesus Christ Superstar, right there in my heart, right there. I, I can't vote against my heart. And Jesus Christ Superstar is into the final. Uh, we're at our final fight here. It is West Side Story versus Jesus Christ Superstar. Jesus I'd really Christ. like to see a physical fight on this one. <laughs> Wait, is this with or without Jesus' super zombie powers? You know, if he's got the powers in the movie, he's got the powers in the fight. All right, then. But it is West Side Story versus Jesus Christ Superstar. Melvin, that one is yours. All right, before um, I make my choice, I just want to give some honorable mentions to some uh, musicals that weren't on this list. And since I only had a six musical limit, um, I just want to give the mention to them. Grease, King and I, Oklahoma, Mary Poppins, and Wizard of Oz. So deserve to be included, but, you know, granted, I understand 
there's a space at the issue. But on to the fight. Um, oh, this is tough. Uh, I love both, but I kept. Uh, I haven't voted against Jesus Christ until now because. Um, as I said multiple times, West Side Story started me into musicals. Actually, what really started me was The King and I when I was in it as a little kid. But um, what started me interested in musicals was West Side Story. Because I just fell in love with the music, fell in love with the plot. Um, and I'm going with West Side Story. Uh, vote for West Side Story. Mom. Wake up, Mom. <laughs> Oh, 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 I'm sorry. What was that? West Side Story versus Jesus Christ Superstar. Uh, JC. Uh, vote for Jesus Christ. Uh, Jill. I still don't like Jesus Christ Superstar, so I'll vote for West Side Story. Uh, vote for West Side Story. Uh, I, I do like I like West Side Story, but I love Jesus Christ Superstar. Yeah, I have to have the superstar part. Um, so I, I've got to vote for the Jesus Christ Superstar. It's all tied up. It comes down to you, Mister Gill. So, Which one? Do you still want me to hate you or not? No, no, Ooh. not at all. <laughs> that was to Dave, not you, Damon. Bear, bear oh, with okay. me, Joe. Bear with me. This is a, this is tough. <laughs> this is a difficult one for me. Uh, as was the Buffy episode, uh, but um. <clears throat> Who's Buffy? Yeah, those. Okay. <laughs> Damon, you have a very important job about educating your poor mother on, on Buffy. Uh, it should only take seven seasons, and you should be fine. Um, so both these musicals are, are fabulous musicals. They're, they're very different musicals. There's your, your rock opera versus your retelling of a classic tale in a contemporary setting, utilizing a social disorder. Um, uh, a powerful, insane, I don't know how I love him kind of singing. Um, but I, I, with Melvin, you know, this was, this was a musical that made me want to get up on stage and, and sing and dance. And I wish, I wish we could have done West Side Story when I was in theater, but there just was never enough, you know, guys, you know, guys don't like the musicals for the most part. So you got in the real world. Um, uh, put it on me like this. Goodbye, Judas. Don't do that, Mom. <laughs> well, yeah, no, you know, it's fair. I mean, these, these songs were amazing. And like I said, when I saw it, it just it blew my mind. I mean, I, I had just a new respect may for I, religion. Mr. Gill? Yes, sir? Uh, which one did you actually perform in the parking lot of Comics Cafe? Oh, wow, that's a fair point. Did I do that for real? I did that with you yeah. guys? Oh, yeah. Was I drunk? No. Wow. You, you were getting off work, so I would hope not. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> wow. I'm sure we went and got drunk afterwards. So, uh, I don't have it to say that. Rosie's. What's that? It was on the way to Rosie's. On the way to Rosie's. All, all 30 feet of it. Right, yeah. Okay. Good times. Um, yeah, I think, I think, that I'm going to have to give it to West Side Story because, uh, like I said, this is, I, I very rarely see live theater just because it's, it's expensive and, and not always, uh, you know, able to do it. And, and that, that was just one that I saw twice. And, 
and the movie and the, the live performances, they just blew my mind and it makes me want to sing and dance and interpret life in a different way. And, uh, you know, to be fair, the story of Jesus Christ also does that. Uh, but I think as far as musicals go, as far as how an individual musical has touched my life, I'm going to have to go with West Side Story over and, at JC. And West Side Story is the best musical this week, except for the fact that we probably got it wrong because we always do. Um, <laughs> thanks for listening. Uh, check out our friends at backlotd.com, dvdgeeks.tv, Subspace Communicate, and their awesome podcast, Life After Trek. Also, check out zarban.com for the Soulless Minions of Orthodoxy, Into the Back Cave, and many other fan made commentaries. Special thanks goes to Karen for being our web presence. Check out what she's doing with Chris Mitchell on the Geek Fights Tumblr. And of course, Jared Formby for the pimped out intros he creates. You can read his blog, Hey Star Trek, at HeyStarTrek.net. I'd also like to thank our guests for joining us tonight. Does anybody have anything they'd like to plug? Um, Mom. Geek fights? Plug, plug, plug. Any plugs, Mom? No. No, well, no. I I, I would like to... um, plug the gentle snores of my husband who is behind me and I don't know if you can hear him gently snoring but he would have loved to have taken part in this because he is a musical geek as well he's seen probably more of the musicals that we talked about but yeah I I would plug his plug his snoring his background music all right uh Melvin um I'm going to plug Book of Mormon like I did before. Uh, Everyone should see it. It's brilliant. See it. And Spring Awakening, too. Brilliant musicals. Uh, All right. Um, Jill. Nope. No plugs here. Nothing from Jill. Uh, Dave, anything? Uh, No hair plugs yet, so I'm pretty good on that. But I do want to say to everybody else who's on this panel tonight, like, Thank you so much for being so passionate about musicals because now I just feel like I need to just go rent a bunch of these musicals just so I can see what everybody was talking about and so passionate about. And, uh, you know, I only got a couple that I own that I can watch tomorrow, but I'm going to, I'm going to try to pick all these up and check them out because I'm very intrigued. Rock and roll. Mr. Ortiz, you haven't been on the show almost at all. Uh, yeah, but uh, you can find me on the Zod Complex sometimes. We might do a new episode. An email went out earlier today. Who knows? Uh, you can also find me on the Week in Geek video show on YouTube where we talk about comic books. Uh, you can find us at geekfights.net where we have uh, lists of show ideas, uh, the brackets we mentioned earlier, and uh, and hopefully soon more. Uh, don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes and the Zoom Network. And on iTunes and the Zoom Network, you can now listen to every single episode Everything. of of Geek Fights. We wait. Well, I fixed the and problem, fixed and it was not really a problem. It was probably two seconds to fix, and probably should have done it a really long time ago. Or like us on Facebook. If you'd like to be on the panel, just contact us at geekfights at gmail dot com or at geekfights on Twitter. That's all it takes to join the Legion of Geeks. Our upcoming fights are, well, see, you're listening to this episode. If you made it this far in, you realize, wait, where's Best Doctor Who? Um, the Best Doctor Who episode, that's next week. And I actually have to get up and walk across the room. And you won't be able to hear me because the microphone is stationary. So hang on a second. Let me find out what the episode after that is. Uh. One second.
we got the C2E2 coming up uh, while uh, while he's getting that stuff. We're going to be doing uh, an episode there recorded in the room like we did last year and uh, probably one uh, that we are doing on, on the show. floor. Yeah, but it's uh, Best Spielberg. Best of Spielberg uh, is after no, that. It's the Best Spielberg movie. No, it's Best of Spielberg. Really? I thought it was Best Spielberg movie. I don't think it's just the Spielberg movie. Because I think uh, you're able to include things that, because uh, you remember what we, we talked about it, producer titles and stuff like that. But those would still be Spielberg movies. Anyway, <laughs> any and all ideas are welcome. Thanks again for listening. Until next time. Keep fighting the geek fight. Good night. When you're a jet, you're a top cat in town. You're a gold medal kid with a heavyweight crown. When you're a jet, you're the swinging a thing. Little boy, you're a man. Little man, you're a king. The jets are in gear. Our cylinders are clinking. The shots are clear. Because every part of Rickens a lousy Mr. Gill. Hey, Mr. Shaw. How are you? All right. Uh, Dave, actually, you've been on with everybody else on this episode, except for my mom, and you've met my mom, so. Wait, your mom is on this episode? Hi. <laughs> all right. Well, that takes all the your mom jokes I was going to tell, but it's a pleasure to speak with you. Hey, I'm off for it. All right. So, hey, can wait, we be off color? Yeah. Where do you think I learned to talk like that from? Your dad. I have a lot more respect oh, no. for your mom. I, no, no, I was, I'm, I'm a sailor. Uh, Melvin hey. is Melvin. Well, welcome to port, sailor. I feel pretty, oh, so pretty. I feel pretty and witty and...